Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on the show. What's with now with thanks to Clean Mountain Fairview Stud. Let's have a look at the meeting from Eagle Farm. Joining me now from the BRC and Sky Racing, Nathan Exelby. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thanks, mate. Excellent. This week's been a pretty big week in terms, I suppose, of what we've seen on the trialling track uh, early in the week with the big spring riches around the corner. Rothfire and Yonker and a few horses came back in a trial that had most people's eyes parked on them. Yeah, you don't get that sort of quality of trial too often here in, in Brisbane. But there was the three Group 1 winners in it, plus Jonker, who's dual Group 1 place. So, um, yeah, both Rothfire and Jonker went super in it. So I wouldn't say one bent, went any better than the other. Um, they're headed different ways. Obviously, Rothfire going against the Silk Department when he goes to Sydney in a couple of weeks' time. And, and Jonker is going to be tested down the straight at Flemington with Tony Gollan keen to get a, a Group 1 win with him this time to sort of frank his stallion credentials. Um, it may be that he goes as far flung as, as Perth to, to do that, but um, there's a few options for him along the way. But um, Rothfire, they're intent on getting a slot in the Everest and um, that's what they'll be out to do when, they, when he runs in the shorts there first up. It's exciting though, isn't it, to have Queensland horses getting set for some of the biggest races, the biggest carnival that we have in the country. Yeah, that's right. And we've sort of, you know, Alligator Blood probably kicked things off a couple of seasons back when he went down there and was terrific through the three-year-old series. Then, you know, Tony Gollan has done a great job last season with Crone winning the Group 1 isotope successful Mm. down there. And John got Group 1 place and obviously Rothfire was all set to dominate the three-year-old sprinting ranks before his injury last year. So, yeah, it's it's better. You know, we win a long time without having any interest in those races. But um, uh, just, I guess it's, um, what should we say, it's indicative that, that things are you know, reasonably healthy up here. Yeah, no, that's for sure. So looking forward to following uh, our local horses as they head down there and also closer to home. I'm actually getting quite excited to see what the Wheatwood field will look like this year, starting to see sort of some murmurs that alligator blood might be in that direction, Desert Lord in that direction. We know Soxagon's heading that way. That's just three to name, but just those three alone sort of ensures if, well, if those three end up there, that's mm. show it'll be a pretty good race. Yeah, and the, the gold market at um, the Gold Coast last Friday was a pretty solid race and I think that will provide quite a few horses through the Wheatwood but I think you'll also find that there's some horses that resu- will resume in that race that have um, you know, bigger aspirations as well so no, no, you're looking forward to that meeting Yeah, looking forward to that, that's towards the end of the month the last Saturday of the month is uh, the big Wheatwood here in Toowoomba but let's have a look at business at hand, let's have a look at this meeting at Eagle Farm this weekend, so nine races on the card. Let's have a look at the quaddy legs. We start in the six, the Des Lambeth Memorial Benchmark 85 over 1,200 metres. Your thoughts here? Yeah, um, look, I think Royal Hale's entitled to be a clear favourite here. He was good last time. Um, but I've, I've tipped Ginzai the Wolf to, to beat him. He was solid enough twice by shooting for gold. And then he was good behind Dusty Tycoon here last time. He's just a really, really good Eagle Farm horse, Genzai the Wolf. He puts in all the time. So we'll go with him to beat Royal Hale. I think I'll just, you know, you wouldn't want to be loading up your quaddy too much, I wouldn't have thought, on Saturday. Um, Tokarigi Lad's good enough, but just whether or not he's a, a first upper, that's the, that's the crew for me. But having said that, it's a thin race, so he'll have less traffic in front of him. So I think he's a knockout. So we'll go those three. Four three two. Four three two two the six. The seventh is the Eureka Stud benchmark seventy two over twelve hundred meters. 
possibly well possibly tricky i think you can make a case for quite a few and i did this um preview with mike maxworthy on the playbook on thursday night i think we came up with you know, six of the eight runners in in our selections uh, between us so uh, you know i wouldn't say i'm approaching with a huge confidence in gear She's a bit of an enigma. Uh, she hasn't quite gone on with what we, we thought, but I think she can she can race well fresh. She's trialled okay. She'll dominate up front here and and give a big sight. So um, I think we found our last prep. She she doesn't you know she's not a wet tracker, so you can forgive a couple of those runs. And you go back a couple of preps. She she was all over a winner there at Doom, and then the Michi got her down, but she bled that day, which is sort of explained why she capitulated that last little bit. So I'm sure she looks the winner for a long way here. I think Red Ruby's going really well, sort of emerging out of those um, Class 1, Class 2s at Caloundra. So definitely want her on side. The big goodbyes are a query out of um, South Australia now with the Heathcote stable. <clears throat> Money might to tell you what's happening there. And, and Undeniable was good last time. But look, in the interest of keeping it thin as we possibly can, we'll go 4, 5 and 6. Four, five, six to the seventh. Let's go to the eighth on the card here. It's the Tattersall's members' cutest three-year-old handicap. This one over the thousand metres. I think the favourites were way too short here. The QS, um, uh, you know, sort of Shani Sniper two starts back, and then you know, one at the Sunshine Coast last week draws out a little bit here. I think there's more depth. Mr. Larrabee's the one that's I'm most interested in. Off the inside, he didn't have a clue what it was about last preparation, but. That one day he did put it together. He, he spread eagled them at Caloundra. It was good enough for him to start six dollars in a Ken Russell. He lost the plot that day as well, but he's been gelded since. Uh, he's trialled okay. He'll just he'll park in behind them here, and I think that he can finish off strongly. So Mr. Larrabee on top. Rhapsody Rose was terrific through the um, the Winter Carnival, competitive in a size um, and a really good size at that. I would I would imagine. Um, and she was good in the Ken Russell as well. So I'm going to run with those two there, leave the favourite out, six and one. Six and one to the eighth. Let's go to the lucky last, the Emma Williams benchmark 75. It's over 1,400 metres. I'm going to risk Dusty Tycoon at 1,400 metres here. That leaves me with Samurai, Vinco and Aval. Primarily probably Samurai and Aval. Um, Samurai comes back 100 metres but gets blinkers on. He's just been attacking the line here at Eagle Farm. And... It's good enough speed here through Dusty Tycoon, Averwall, depending on, on how they want to ride him this time. Senior Jock goes back on. Um, but I, he'll have the last crack at them. I think he's hard to beat. Aval, he, he just you know, probably went too soon on him there last time. He was just left a sitting shot at the end. Uh, it was still a tidy effort. Um, I think the Senior Jock's important booking, so give him a good chance. And Vinko loves it here at Eagle Farm. Got down uh, a horse, Rockamore, who'd been going really well here or one well prior, and they spread-eagled the rest. So we'll go two, four, and one in the last. All right, that's your thoughts to the quaddy legs. Best bet on the program is? Uh, we'll go La Palmiera in race five. Looks a two-horse race between him and Jessway Bell, and I think he can get her down at the end. La Palmiera is the best. Was there anything of value or each way odds? Well, if I, as it stands, I suppose Mr. Larrabee's the value. It's about $6 at the moment, and um, look, I think... You know, if he's going to win, I think he'll shorten up. If he drifts, then obviously he's not there. Um, but uh, I think he's a decent gamble at the moment because I think he's the best horse in that race. Okay, so that's your thoughts. So best bet comes up in race five. It's La Palmiere. And uh, the best each way is race eight, number six. That is um, must, Mr. Larrabee.
That's your thoughts on the program. Nathan, as always, do appreciate your time. Enjoy Eagle Farm and look forward to talking to you again next week. Very much so, mate. Cheers. Toowoomba, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. This is Racing Nation.